1: Super Rugby, and it was very much anticipated game between the Chiefs, who are at home hosting the Blues, um, clash of two of the titans of Super Rugby in recent years. And getting the win and making this next guest smile, I am sure, was the Chiefs' former All Black and Chiefs stalwart Steve Gordon joins the show. G'day, Steve. G'day, Steffi. How are you? Good, mate. Uh, what was your feeling at the eighty-minute mark? Was it joy? Was it relief?
0: Oh, it was a huge sigh of relief. I've uh, seen the boys go hard at it like that. And, uh, they got rocked by the Blues. The Blues played well in, in, in phases, phases, but they just failed to finish. The, um, oh, the, the, they'll be disappointed. You can ma- imagine Ringy and, uh, and Tommy C there going, oh, holy hell, we uh, let that one slip away. Um, yeah, but you, you've got to hand it to the Chiefs. The, the, they were just stoic on defence as they spent a fair bit of the, the game, deep in their 22, uh, without possession. So, yeah. Yeah, fair play to the Chiefs. Probably one they might look back and say, yeah, we were lucky to get away with it, but uh, we did enough work and had enough belief in our defensive systems to hold them out and, and come away with that win.
1: It was a game with a lot of errors. Um, I, yeah. I sort of put that partly down to pressure and partly down to weather.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, it has been raining quite hard during the day and then we had a couple of showers come through and uh, made the ball re- really greasy. Uh, we were talking to some of the lads afterwards. They said, yeah, it was a bit of a cake of soap and it was hard to, to move it through. And um, if you snatched at it, it tended to pop. Um, we saw that good players, um, you know, un- uncontested knock-ons that they, they, they were um, succumbing to. So, yeah, it was hard, but um, yeah. I, I think it was always going to be a pretty intense sort of game, and, uh, and a lot on it. So perhaps a few nerves as well. The battle of the bomb so, um the city slickers coming down to our countdown. Uh, we. we, we, we <laughs> we we always like to uh, make it hard for them, but, uh, but I, I think in in some ways it um, really makes the, the cream rise at the top, and we saw that with Brad Weber and uh, Damian McKenzie. Uh, in, in trying circumstances, they they controlled the game pretty well, and I think that's a big part In them getting uh, away at the end.
1: Two of the smallest blokes on the field, uh, one with a violin, one with a the viola. They played good tunes for the Chiefs. They seem to really respond when those two guys are firing.
0: Oh, they do, and uh, uh, we're just in a war of emergence or re-emergence of Brad Weather. You know, he got knocked back uh, out of the All Black squad, and he's just come back. and His game sense and, and awareness of what's going on is, is world class. Now he he has the ability to lead. Um, a Ford pack round or direct the forward pack round really well and his decision making from the base here is just crucial to how well the uh, the Chiefs are going and how they can get out of jail a lot of the time too. Is, uh, there's a lot of communication between Damien and Brad and also Luke Jacobson at the back of the scrum there and that, that, those three uh, become in the real brains trust of the Chiefs and, and the, the way they lead the team around the park is, is having a big influence on the results.
1: Uh, talking to Steve Gordon, former All Black and Chiefs Munna. Uh, I'll ask for some questions before the news to send them through. They've come in, Steve. First one from Ken says, for Steve, it was a good win by the Chiefs, but that scrum and line-out was under a lot of pressure. Is Nipo Lalala our best scrummager in New Zealand at the moment?
0: Uh, Nipo Nipo Lalala could could be whatever he wants to be. The the guy is freakishly strong, and and we've seen that in the past. I think he's just got to get some consistency in his game, and hopefully they get in the OK to play him week in and week out. And if they start doing that, um, like any of us popos, us, us fat boys, that are played in the tight forwards, we need to play regularly. Mm. And I think if they can get, get Nepo playing regularly, he gets better and better with the more time he has in the middle. And uh, I, I think he, he's a phenomenal talent at tight head prop. And we, we saw the, you know, the, the Chiefs... Um, uh, rush James Ryan and in, in, into uh, tight-head prop as well, the, the Irish prop, because you just need a, a rock in that front row. And if if Nepo can step up over the next couple of weeks, I, I think he'll cement himself in that position uh, for the All Blacks because they, they're screaming for one someone that sticks their hand up and says, yeah, I'm, I'm going to anchor the scrum and start to uh, lead. Uh, an ad pack around and the tough stuff, and yeah, Nepo's more than capable of
1: doing that. A number of texts, which I'll paraphrase all into one. Uh, given that you you played lock, the locking stocks in New Zealand. These people concerned about Sam Whitelock, uh, even though advancing in age, uh, a head full of experience. But is this long out with his injury a bad thing or a good thing?
0: Sam Whitlock, yeah, Sam a champion, and and. and I think he'll be continue to be a champion for as long as he wants to play. But I, I'm not concerned at all uh, with the uh, Tupu Vai and um, Akoi are getting better as they get more time in the, in the middle. We've got Josh Law who had 50 minutes for the development team. He's come back after a knee injury um, at six foot nine and weighing 225 kgs. It's just amazing what he's done to himself in a year, looking like a, a, a mini-me of Brodie Retellick. Um, and, you, and you look look through the country there's some, there's, we've got plenty of good talent at, at lock. I'm just talking about the local boys here but uh, no I don't think there's, there's a crisis there at all, you know we thought um, uh, before the emergence of Brodie Retallick that we were a bit skinny on lock, but you know there, there's always something coming through it's, I think that's the great thing about New Zealand rugby at the moment is uh, we have probably 50 or 60 world class players where a lot of nations around the world maybe have 22, 23 so no, there, there will definitely be there's a lot of boys trying to push through and get the opportunity. But if Sammy stays here and shows form, he's, he's you know he's going to be hard to push out, isn't he?
1: Mm, he sure is. Um, just on the <clears throat> it was a bit of a circus with the Razor Robertson appointment. Ian Foster saying, "I'm not going to run again." Do you feel like he might be a little bit more uh, what's the not experimental, but he'd be prepared to take a bit more of a chance, knowing his career doesn't rise or fall on the success of the World Cup. Do you think, and I don't want to say not play the loyalty card, but maybe there's some players that he's wanted to put in and now he's thinking, you know what, bugger it, I'll put him in. Do you think we might see a slightly changed selection policy from Ian Foster, given he knows he's finishing at the end of the World Cup? Um, no, I think he'll stay as
0: tried and true because he's... he's, he's, he's you know, he does have a good connection with a lot of the seniors players, and he'll be banking on that to try and get them through the, the, the tough periods that undoubtedly they'll experience uh, this year and through Rugby World Cup. Um, when Razor comes, comes in and, and gets hold of the team at the end of the year, I, I'd expect wholesale change then. to be a lot of coming and going. Uh, I just hope he's got the you know the all to also give a, a few of the mature players a tap and say might be time to look overseas. Um, rather than having to drop them. But you, you will see that. But I think, Fuzzy, there, there will be a couple of bolters because you, you need that. You need to um, be stressing the squad at selection time just to keep everyone on their toes. And, um, you know, you, you might see the likes of um, someone like Sean Stevenson, a bit of a bolter with, uh, with Jordan and... and um, uh, oh just lost his name the CGM board plays Crusaders. Um Sevu. Sevu. Sevu and, and um, Will Jordan, huge, huge losses. And I don't know how, how well they're gonna come back. I think Sevu's gone for the season. So you could see a guy like Stevenson coming and um, you know, uh, he, he has showed he has the ability to to, to light it up and uh, really uh, take advantage on offence, but probably the, the biggest thing is um, Sean Stevenson has, has been his improvement in defence. He was, he was a bit gun-shy early on in his career, but as he's got bigger and stronger, you, you're seeing him. He's really um, confrontational and physical now, and I think that's uh, going to put him in good stead for high honours. But, yeah, get back to your original uh, comment. Yeah, I think there may be one or two, maybe three bolters, but I think he, he he's got systems in place that he's tried to develop over the last three years and mm. his ten years All Black coach, and it, it does take a little while for for new guys to slot in to that system. And So I think you'll go. It's as, as tried and true that he's sort of been planning to take through to this World Cup, and with a few bolters coming in to to freshen things up.
1: Just to go back to the Chiefs, so we're talking about the All Black coach there, Clayton McMillan. Boy, he does everything right, and has done for a little while, hasn't he? He's he's stamping his mark as as a really high quality
0: coach. Yeah, yeah, we've seen what he done for New Zealand Maori as well. Mm. Uh, just a, <laughs> like you can just see it in in his personnel that, that his players and his personnel around him trust him, and and that's a huge part. When you're asked to put your body on a, on the line and put yourself in, in harm's way and, and, and risk real physical injury, you need to have a belief in in, in the systems and, and your, your personnel around you, and I think Um, has done a marvellous job In um, getting that inbuilt Into the the psyche of the team So you saw it time and time again When the Chiefs were right under the pup And Prips um, In the other side That were in their position May have leaked a few more tries But they just dug so deep To to hold out A really, really powerful blue side That were hammering them uh, on the line So yeah I think that, that's a huge part of it is a, the trust and belief that you can instil in uh's done a, done a marvellous job in doing that.
1: And, and I've always thought the unsung heroes in coaching – are your assistants, and because um, yep. Clayton McMillan gets the plaudits, but he has to recruit his assistants, he has to empower his assistants, and they have to empower the players. Looks like a really nicely balanced group of three forwards, three backs, if we go back to their playing days. Uh, some very yep. wise older heads in the likes of Paul yep. Feeney, Roger Randall's been around a long time, Nick White, Ross Filippo was really good, NPC uh, time with Waikato as well. It's a good group, isn't it?
0: Yeah, and, and you also see the uh, evolvement of coaches as well. You know, you look like at Fenny when he's, when he's playing. He was one of the maddest, craziest uh, rugby players you'd ever come across, and one of the funnest guys to be around after the game as well. But, you know, you get a bit older, a bit wiser. But, uh he always had that a bit like straws, really, um, one of those sort of tortured geniuses that were perhaps ahead of their time and some of the stuff they wanted to do he he's evolved as a coach and uh, obviously has a, has a great way of the because he 's got that uh, cheeky personality and can relate with him seen uh, Ross Filippo, who's done marvelous things with Waikato uh, come involved, and um you've got the your stodgy old front row and um, and Nick white there who who's you know, doing really well of getting their, their contact drills and scrum and driving play going, and defence defensive as well. So yeah, Tilly, young fella coming through. So I think that blend, you know, he's he's done really well. You know, you've got guys in the in their late thirties going to guys that are in their fifties, and as a group, you've got a lot of experience, but you've also got that youthful enthusiasm as coaches as well. So he's got a balance. But coming back to it, you've got to have the right head coach because he has to put all that together and then uh, make sure that each each personnel, each one of those coaches is, is feeling valued and his contribution is adding to the team. And I, and I think Clayton does that really, really well because you see, you know, just aspects of uh, their play that just things uh, of uh, individual coaches coming through in, in the Chiefs play.
1: Um, the last thing I want to ask you about, Steve, and you touched on it before that, <clears throat> I think your word was the Popos just want to play. Uh, this, yep. this rest this uh, you can play or you can't play five weeks in a row or five weeks and then you rest and I, I was looking at Adi Savia um, he got suspended then he played a game and then he had his rest week the suspended week not mean rest week and also the Hurricanes have a bye in two weeks so he won't play three of the last four weeks uh,
0: uh, uh, f- Risk of running foul of the broadcasting stands—it's a crock of the proverbial, uh, <laughs> Steffi. <laughs> yeah. 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 Especially for the fatties. they—they they need to play. Yeah. Um, I, from experience, you know, you, you tend to migrate towards you know the other other tight forwards <laughs> and socialising. We didn't like running that much. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> <laughs> the 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 more you play the fitter you got and 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 then you started to really enjoy the game the fitter you got and you could contribute more and um i i i I guess it's a different game but I, I think a lot of those boys if they want to play and feel like they can contribute let them play um let me yeah, especially especially the the younger fellows that that you know that uh Full of beans and and, and are still learning the game. The more experience you can give them in the middle, the better. Um, but yes, the, the big boys, yeah, they should be should be trying to start them as you know as much as you can. And you know you can manage it Otherwise, You know if they are starting to fatigue and and fall away, and you know they've got all these computers and GPS chips are carting around now with them that uh, live feeds and see if your heart rate's going through the roof and they're not traveling the distance. It might be time to <laughs> give them a spell, but. Um, yeah yeah, big fellas need to be out there running around.
1: And finally, finally, um, you have the ability to cross codes. Did you watch the Warriors yesterday?
0: I did. And I just think it's great because um, they've been, you know, struggling for, for a couple of seasons and to get, to get a new coach and a few new key personnel come in. And for them to hang tough, because they were, they were looking up the perennial creek without a paddle, you know. And in the past, we'd seen Warriors uh, teams just capitulate. And, you know, they'd get hiding by 40 points. To, to, to hang tough and uh, to see the emergence of Sean Johnson again starting to read the play and keep his boys in it and keep their heads up and to come back and, and snatch that one was just fantastic. And uh, so well done, Warriors.
1: Brilliant. Well done to you for joining us today, Steve. Gordon, really enjoyed your insights as always.
0: No, thanks, David.
1: You guys have a good one. Go well. Cheers, buddy. Steve Gordon, former All Black and Chiefs lock there with his thoughts. Uh, We will have a break. I'll come back. Me and Sammy are going to have a chin work.